नमस्ते वेलकम बैक टू अवर डिस्कशन ऑन कर्मा सो टू क्विकली रिकैपिचुलेट द पॉइंट्स वी आर हैविंग फ्रीडम इन एक्शन एंड इन रेस्पॉन्स विथ रेस्पेक्ट टू रिजल्ट्स और आउटकम्स वी कैन नॉट डिसाइड वी कैन प्रे प्लान वर्क विश डिजायर डिमांड बट नॉट डिसाइड द आउटकम and actions are physical verbal mental the direct actions and indirect actions sometimes i can act directly or i can employ somebody to act so someone else is acting on my behalf so it's very interesting also because in that case that action has an element of that person as well as me i am employing someone to do something so i will get a particular result for that and the person who is acting on my behalf also gets a particular result so we need to that's a very complex situation again like someone working in the uh, in a job in in, in a military has to do lot of things on behalf of their uh, superiors or boss so the two elements to it we will not uh, take it up now we, that's also like a complexity as life in life if we see the complexity starts increasing as we start taking up the real life situations okay but first let us start like this we have freedom with respect to action and with respect to response we have to understand that every response becomes an action when i am interpreting a result and i am responding to it this response actually is an action for the then the next which in turn will attract again an outcome so it's a continuous loop and we can look at actions in so many ways we can look at actions like physical actions verbal actions and mental actions direct actions indirect actions and we can look at the actions in the indian scriptures they look at actions in many ways one way of looking at them is called vihita karma and nishiddha karma vihita karma means actions to do is enjoined the scriptures say that you are supposed to do these things and also they say these are actions nishiddha karma these are actions to avoid you should not do these actions like commandments they say this is should do you ought to do and you ought to avoid why they say like this there is a logic behind it see the scriptural thing is like this one is the scripture says something and we are uh, we are advised or asked to look into it we are supposed to understand we are not supposed to just follow you understand and then you can follow spontaneously if you don't understand then there will be always a doubt so then there will be always a a way of thinking like we may try to cut corners we may try to avoid it 
spontaneously we can follow things when we are convinced about them so that's why logic also is used something can be logical something can be illogical something can be illogical beyond logic we are not talking of something beyond logic if something is illogical we don't accept it even if scripture says we don't accept a logical thing but it can be illogical sometimes it's beyond logic it's a matter of faith that's a different thing you believe you believe you don't believe you don't believe that's a non verifiable belief so coming to the actions it can be actions to do actions to avoid why they say this is any action which promotes health harmony and peace in oneself and around is is good is an action to do anything which promotes health harmony and peace in oneself and around is a simple definition that is good for example something is doing good to me i am happy about doing this but it is going to give pain to people around me that's not uh, considered as good because it's very simple definition anything which promotes health harmony or peace in oneself and around it should help me and it should help people around also and similarly anything which which affects which harms me and people around me is bad if something is good for me but not good for others is not good hurting hurting is himsa opposite of ahimsa first of the yamas hurting is considered bad because no one wants to get hurt telling lies opposite of satyam asatyam is considered bad greed is bad lack of gratitude is bad and not expressing gratitude is bad why because it discourages people from doing good things because people don't get inspired to do good things if there's not recognized or or the help if someone takes a help and is not expressing the gratitude the person next time will be thinking should i go out of the way and help like you can think of uh, your own life you know many times when you do when you help someone and they don't uh, get back to you then you will feel uh, next time when you are going to help you will be just wondering should i or should i not lack of command over one's own desires is considered bad possessiveness is bad possessions are not a problem possessiveness is a problem because it gives pain so bad means it gives rise to pain in oneself and around that's what is considered as bad again actions are influenced by gunas also actions influenced by the guna sattva it gives joy harmony and peace initially sometimes the actions may not be convenient like uh, you practice yoga or meditation initially it may not give you great joy but still it is considered as sattvic because in the long run you will start seeing the results actions influenced by the guna rajas they create disturbance and sorrow actions influenced by the guna tamas they lead to delusion darkness pain anyway gunas is a bigger topic we'll take it up again that will be a topic for a couple of episodes 
then again actions have to be looked in a different way this called sanchita karma agami karma prarabdha karma what is it i am i am using some sanskrit jugglery but we need to understand it's an interesting way of looking at things take the example of the 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 baggage i'll tell you you take your entire uh, belongings say for example you are planning to shift your house from one place to another place you are planning to shift then you pack everything you pack all your belongings and imagine they you got them in 10 suitcases of the 10 maybe 5 6 are very big couple of them are small couple of them are of different size so you have total your things are in 10 10 10 suitcases and when you shift you shift your house and then in the new place as soon as you go you won't open everything you will open just one or two whatever is needed immediately you will open them the other things you will open slowly now our karma is like this all the 10 suitcases put together is called sanchita karma the entire baggage my entire baggage is sanchita karma and the one which i am opening now is called prarabdha karma so whatever suitcase i open the things will come out of that so i will be experiencing or enjoying things from the bags which i opened that is called prarabdha karma that is what i am going through now and rest is called agami karma the rest of the say eight suitcases is what is there waiting to be opened in course of time now what starts happening i am living my life now first few days and then i am collecting new things so that's adding to the existing baggage so i am buying some new things because which are needed for me so that adds to my existing baggage that's why my present actions they are part of my future outcomes so we need to understand that today i do something so immediately i will get the result no it's not like that sometimes things take their own time to give results like take an example someone did a crime and the police catch him after 5 years and he asks why are you punishing me today for what i did 5 years before and he may be thinking that i did many more serious crimes before and after this but they are not uh, catching me for them so if you see this so what one is experiencing now is called the prarabdha karma and the rest are there as agami karma and the entire baggage is the sanchita karma so we may be doing something today that but we may be experiencing the outcomes afterwards some things we may experience immediately you are thirsty and you you drink water drinking water is an action the outcome immediately you feel your thirst is appeased but then after one hour you will go to the restroom means the water went into the blood stream went into the bladder and created urine and after one hour you see the outcome a different outcome 
so every action has these elements some things you may see immediately some things you may not see immediately sometimes when you are doing your uh, your chaturangas you may have sore shoulders that is the immediate seen outcome but your muscles are building and that is the unseen but long term outcome so similarly what you are experiencing now may be the outcome of what you did yesterday or day before or it may be from a from the past and this is a an important aspect because there is a big discussion about whether everything is predetermined or do we have some freedom in action because some people they say is a fatalistic approach they say everything is predetermined we have no freedom everything is already decided what can i do i can do nothing so this viewpoint is there all over the world some some people take to this that things are predetermined not much can be done so that's not acceptable to us we say that we have freedom with respect to our actions and with respect to our responses and the response becomes an action otherwise there is no point in all the teachings all the enlightened masters they have given the teachings they explain that you better understand you try to do these things so if there is no freedom then there is no point in teaching that this is the right thing this is not the right thing this is what it gives all that makes no sense so then so we have freedom with respect to action and our response becomes the action again and now there is a where point comes up how can you say that we have no freedom with respect to the outcomes because some people they say nowadays that you can attract the result as you want you can attract exactly the things which you want you can attract the people you want you can create your future we have to understand something about it see we all are sharing the external space and time if everyone can get what they want then there will be a chaos carefully listen to it we are all sharing this time and space and if everyone can get what they want then there will be a chaos why because i want what exactly you want and if i can create if i have the freedom to get what i want then if you also have the freedom to get what you want how is it possible there are two boys who both of them want the same girl come on i'm sorry example may not be appropriate but the girl wants someone else that's where the thing is so try to think there are limited things in this world we have a limited space and limited time we are sharing this space and time the laws governing the nature they should decide the laws of the nature what we call as dharma they decide the outcomes 
we may that is why i said we may wish pray plan work desire demand but we cannot decide because there are many other things involved in the in the in getting the outcome so that's why there is a limited freedom with respect to getting the results that's why the concept like i can create my future they have to understand properly they can try to create their future but the results can be much more than their expectation they can be equal to their expectation they can be less than an expectation or it can be opposite to their expectation they have freedom with respect to the action they can try so when they are trying to create their future they are trying to get what exactly they want to they can try definitely they have the freedom but when it comes to the response you have total freedom why because the response is within you how you are going to interpret the results is in your inner space inner space is your space that's why the totality has given us total freedom with respect to how we are going to feel how we are going to think how we are going to interpret with respect to the outer environment we are all sharing this space and time so the laws of the nature they govern our freedom so that there is no chaos when it comes to the inside space it is our own space it's completely we are free we can create a chaos there we can create peace there it's our inner space we have total freedom with respect to our inner space if we understand the principles of the peace and joy then we can manage our inner space in a much better way then we can manage the outer space that's why we say that we have freedom. like this uh, uh, there are thorns everywhere the whole place is filled with thorn we have two thing we can do two things one is spread carpet everywhere or clean all the space all the place or you can wear shoes so cleaning all the all the space or spreading a carpet is like trying to control the outer environment wearing shoes is like your inner environment take care of what you have freedom in what you have freedom we have freedom with respect to our inner environment that is where you interpret the results or the outcomes but when it comes to the outer you and me we are sharing the same space and time so the higher totality comes into picture the totality will decide the outcomes and the totality decides the outcomes based on so many factors and totality is not a inert thing it is the conscious entity so we believe that the totality is not a inert matter which decides but it is the conscious principle okay now the just before we conclude this episode let us uh, understand that response or interpretation of the outcomes is where we have freedom so in karma when it comes to karma we need to understand karma so we have again the freedom to understand about karma or we can brush it aside and say that no it's just a belief system 
Now, let us take a simple example of a traffic jam. So, you are stuck in a traffic jam and you are afraid of missing the missing your flight. And now you are anxious and worried. Now, what we say, what, the, what we are talking about karma is that now you are stuck in a traffic jam. This is a situation. Now you have, we are saying you have freedom in interpretation and response. What does it mean? It means that you can be super angry, super upset and curse the traffic and curse the, your stars. And then sit there in the cab, worried, anxious. This is one response. Another response is you can be super cool, smile and say that, okay, now this is an interesting situation. Now I need to figure out what should I do. So you can be super angry and respond. You can be super cool and respond. So not only what you do is mattering, but how you do also matters and how your inner environment also is which matters. So you can smile and face the situation. You can frown and face the same situation. This is what we call as freedom in response. The moment you are exercising the freedom in your response, you will not say helpless. Oh, I cannot but be angry. Is it not natural to be anxious and worried? Is it not, na is it not natural to be angry? Instead, you will recognize that you have freedom to be angry and you have freedom to be peaceful. Once you see this freedom, then the way you respond will be very different. Once you recognize this freedom, the response will be very different. You may be anxious, but the anxiety level will reduce. Still you may be anxious because it's a habit pattern which has been created for a long time. Sometimes a little bit of anxiety may be alright. A little bit of upset may be alright. But when we are overwhelmed by anxiety or overwhelmed by frustration or any other such emotion, that can be very, very enervating, very draining. It just drains the entire energy. Because these intense emotions, when they cross a threshold, then they just drain the energy and we cannot do anything. And that's what happens in many situations in life. That's when we take wrong decisions. That's when we spoil relationships. In a fit of anger, people can spoil a relationship which, is, which has been built over so many years. Spoiling is very easy. Building up takes long time. So these emotions, they hijack. When we understand that we have freedom with respect to response, with respect to the interpretations, we start exercising it. It may not happen just overnight. So initially, it may be with a lot of effort. Everything which is effortless is full of effort before. So that's why the right understanding is very critical for these things. It's not just doing alone, but also to do with the right understanding. Without understanding doing things, we will, start, we will continue to do things in the wrong way. Then we become experts in doing things in the wrong way. 
because anything you do 10000 times you become an expert so you start doing things in the wrong way 10000 times you become an expert in doing things in the wrong way so that's why without the clarity it's the, the, the doing is not going to help much so it's why the clarity is needed with respect to karma we i will continue in the next episodes about karma yoga and certain other aspects of it so if you have any additional questions or doubts you should uh, you can write to write to me privately or you can write on any of my posts so that i can bring them also into the discussion of karma thank you oh